Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, and Andy, Jimmy, JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty. It's time to get this party started tonight. You're listening to This Just In on Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Jimmy looks like he's been punched in the face. I was going to say, I thought he like got an elbow from someone. Oof. But it's... <laughs> no, seriously. Um, Jimmy's okay, got to so stop get... putting his finger up his ass and touching his eyes. <laughs> was it Stinky Bum Syndrome? Wasn't that what he called it? Yeah. <laughs> SBS? No, DB. DBS? DBS, dirty bum syndrome. Oh, dirty bum syndrome. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. It's a sty, you plums. Holy yeah, but how do you get a sty? You get a sty from your bum. What? It yeah. could also be his toes. It's it a bacterial. bacterial. It's a bacterial toes. thing. Either that I like or your Bucket Jr. shirt. Jimmy. on my pillow. It's a great Bucket Jr. shirt was, you're wearing. He was in there watching a movie the other night. You know when it goes away, all the swelling stays. Hey, eh? you're gonna look as though like you got elephantitis in the eye. That's, that's really closed up, eh? Actually, Jesus. I don't mind this this look on Jimmy. It makes me look better. Is the like is the, the, uh, the white of the eye? Is that red now as well? I can't see. <laughs> yeah. Is it what? Is the white of the eye red? I can't see. No, no it's not. It's just no. the, the lid swollen. Yeah. How much would you have to be paid to lick that eye? Five hundred bucks. That's it, eh? Five hundred bucks right now. Desperate right now. Yeah. Every cent counts right now, Jimmy. Every cent counts. (laughs) We're recording. You don't know. You you don't want to know one guy for a thousand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you guys got carry today's show. I'll I'll lead you, but then you just talk about it, okay? So three hat tricks on Saturday. I wrote this during the weekend. So three hat tricks on Saturday. Yeah. Um, Welcome to Footy Prime. Now. How about that? Hmm? How about Welcome to Footy Prime? Oh, yeah. Wong is here, and Jimmy's here, and Craig's here, and I'm Shams. Um, You're so not three hat-tricks, here, though, and they were by Evan Ferguson, right? And Erling Haaland. And who was the other one? Son. Son. Oh, Sonny. Tottenham. Yeah. Sonny at Spurs. Do you remember the last time this happened, and, and who scored the hat-trick? No, definitely in your in your generation, three hat tricks in one weekend in one day. Alan Shearer, yep. Thierry Henry, no. Andy Cole, no. Dwight York, no. Right era, yeah. Lampard, no. Hmm. Think about prolific goal scorers in Premier League history. Ian Wright, no. We just named them all. Jesus Christ, just give us the fucking names. <laughs> yeah, there's no more strikers ever in the history of the Premier League than the guys you just mentioned. So Alan Shearer, yeah. Robbie Fowler, 
Tony Yaboa. Oh, oh, Leeds. Now I did hear what year it was, but I've completely forgotten now. It has to be what late nineties for Yaboa yeah. and Fowler. Must be yeah. right. mid nineties, maybe. Yeah, mid nineties. Yeah. Impressive though, wasn't it? Holland uh, with three second half hat tricks. You know what? It was news last year. Now it's like, yeah, yeah. It's expected. Slow start. Now. Slow start. <laughs> yeah, he missed a penalty this year already. He's, he's he's ten. He's ten behind where he was last year. Five <laughs> one. City beat Fulham. They're not even playing well right now. They're like not even at their their top form, and they're smashing teams five one. Oscar Bob. Oscar Bob came off the bench. He's a kid. Um, I think he's Norwegian, another Norwegian. And he looked really good. So they, they've got this pipeline of talent coming through there as well. Uh, what did you make of the the Ake goal? When Akanji seemed to be offside, interfering with the goalkeeper. Same thing happened in yesterday's game mm-hmm. in United Arsenal, right? It's when is a player active and when is he, as a goalkeeper, Craig, are you able to remove the bias from the situation and look at the rule if a guy's in the line of sight but is offside should it be offside i think some of these guys he's working these referees they don't understand what is actually interfering because they don't know the position he jumped over the ball to get out of the way of it Mm -hmm. yeah i mean he's interfering with play if you're central to the goal you're pretty much interfering with play for the most part I've got one eye on you. Yeah, that's that's the so thing. So Jimmy. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you guys watched D, uh, DC and Chicago, but the same thing with Benteki. He ends up making this run, goes behind the back line, right? And he ends up watching the play and standing in the six yard box. Ball goes out wide. Gets cut across, he scores, taps him. Doesn't come back. You just wait for a defender to just drop a little bit past him, and then that was it. But how he's not interfering with play, just standing there in the six-yard box, it blows my mind. Because you're right, the keeper's got to have an eye on you because he's like, why is this guy standing in here? Yeah, gaining an advantage, I would say. Yeah, But aren't we trying to encourage goal scoring in this game? We want more goal scoring, right? Well, there was well, a lot of goal. Change the, change the rule then. Change the rule, but at the moment, those players are interfering with play and they're not even recognizing it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, City would have won anyway, but I mean, yeah. the goal when it happened, it did kind of change the the, the flow of the match, right? Mm-hmm. So it was an important one. Um, Arsenal Man United yesterday was interesting, wasn't it? Arsenal wow. winning at the death, just at the death. Declan Rice in the 96th minute. Yeah. I think he's established himself what as a. a- what a cracking yeah. game. Both teams are going for it. And then just before the Rice score, the Man U scored, clear in on goal. I was actually on the phone with Jimmy, and I was like, oh, United have got a breakaway here, close to offside. They're going to have to have a look at this one. It's going to be very tight. It was off by uh, about an inch. Ganacho. Yeah. United fans going crazy. Then Arsenal's fans are like, yeah. <laughs> Did you see the video of the uh, the Arsenal fans who had left? Yeah. They were walking out of the stadium to get the the train or wherever it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they missed that moment. Man. Roy Declan Keane had an altercation as well, apparently. A complication? Altercation. Did he? Who did? Yeah. He was assaulted, apparently, after and during during or after the game at Arsenal. Yeah. Who Roy was? Keane was assaulted? Roy Keane. Really? Yeah, they're looking into it. I wouldn't want to assault Roy Keane. He's probably the last person I want to assault. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a lot of his mates around, whoever it was. Yeah, exactly. They're all tough with a few buddies. Yeah. <laughs> One-on-one, I would take Roy Keane. I would just, I'd just, just throwing it out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's got that look in his eyes, that killer. He's a killer, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Not the biggest guy in the world, but he's a killer. And like he would like... Do whatever it took to win the yeah. altercation. He'd bite, he'd scratch, I'd bite, right? Gouge for fifty dollars. 
50 bucks, you'd fight Roy Kane? Yeah. Just yeah. for, uh, and, and uh, all the viral hits when he beats the shit out of me. <laughs> I, I can see you. I can see you handling yourself, Wonger. You're a big boy. I, I can handle myself, but I, it's old now. Like things pop when you're doing stupid things like that, right? Like, <laughs> oh, I just tore my ACL. I my shoulder is now out. Like it's stupid. Those like those 55 year old tough guys. I, I there's at some point something starts falling apart yeah. when you're raucousing like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I could see you, Wonger, giving it the old put them up. Put them up. <laughs> Come on, put them up. <laughs> <laughs> and running the other way. Yeah. Hey, now let's talk this out. I'll, we'll talk it out, Roy, you and I. Yeah. I can't understand you, but we'll talk it out. Yeah. Yeah. Wonger is a lover, not a fighter. No. Do you have Thank milk you in your much. coffee, Roy? <laughs> <laughs> Um, there was only one, one lunatic that that kind of freaked me out if I played against him, and that was Big Duncan Ferguson. Oh, he was just a lunatic. He was one when you saw him saw him on the pictures. Say, oh, good God, this guy's yeah. going to smash you. Yeah, I would uh, I would agree with that. I, I, I remember playing against him up there at Everton in Goodison Park, and man, oh man, he leaves something on you every single time. And back. Back in the day, it was always get it in the mixer, diagonal balls to a big, huge man like Duncan Ferguson. So if you come forward, or even it would never let you have a clean catch, you would always leave an elbow on you. But he was one of those players too that, you know, a lot of lot of games everybody's talking during a match. He was one that you just left alone because you didn't want to wake him up. (laughs) It's true. Didn't say shit to him. Didn't say nothing to that guy. Just walk past him, whatever's going on, just leave him alone. Because if you made him mad, he might not score, but he would hurt you. Oh, he'd come get you. <laughs> so, like, you, you say he'd, like, leave things on you, be an elbow or a, what, a late boot, mm-hmm. anything, just just to make sure that you knew he was there. No, yeah. Jimmy clearing it up the line and just leave a foot in to see you. your foot follows through into his leg. Yeah. W- was he a chirper as well or just purely physical? Mm, not physical. overly, just physical. And by all accounts, a really good guy, too, but mm-hmm. on the field. Well, he yeah. did. He did. Uh, did he get... calmed down after prison. So, yeah, he did jail time for beating the shit out of a burglar at his house. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> did you guys so, ever, you, back in the day when you were playing in this kind of more physical period of footy, did, did anyone wear mouth guards? Because yeah. mouth guards became a thing in the NBA in the 80s because of that kind of, hey, we're, mm-hmm. we're throwing elbows, all that. I never saw people with mouth guards, but do people have mouth guards now? I played, with, I played with a couple of center backs that wore mouth guards. But not many. No, not many. No. Remember well, English teeth too, right? Not to be a dick. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't really, might yeah. be improvement. Look at Sharps. <laughs> no, Those are all fake. Yeah, it's more of the guys that got the veneers, <laughs> right? They just like spent five k on the new ones. Yeah. Jurgen Klopp, yeah. Bobby Firmino, exactly. Same dentist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same teeth, white actually. White. Yeah, <laughs> teeth. They're interchangeable. Teeth from the same horse. <laughs> Red rum. Mouth guards aren't really there to protect your mouth. I mean, they are obviously to a certain degree, but it's more concussions, right? The only thing you just couldn't couldn't have sugar cubes around those guys. <laughs> you know, my my daughter she rides a horse, right? This beautiful, beautiful horse, big horse, and uh, he has no teeth. They had, he had some bacterial infection. And they had to remove all the teeth. So his his tongue, his tongue just hangs out. Look at this picture. This is my this is my kid. That's going to be Jimmy, but it's going to be his eye instead. Oh my, my god! Eye. Google's. See that? Can you see that? Go to the earth. Oh yeah. No That's teeth. Just like licking her face. Disgusting. But this it, yeah, it just hangs out, and he's doing these amazing jumps and that, and the the tongue just like just. Hangs out the side of his mouth. Be honest, the weirdest looking thing. Sharp, Do you have to honest. chew his food for him? Uh, I, I guess. I think he's got the molars. I think the, the back teeth are there. He can grind up food, uh, but the front ones aren't there. Sharps, be honest. It's 
you 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 make a little money off of this. It's cheaper, right? There's got to well, be a little bit cheaper. Least, someone's got to pay for these freaking <laughs> lessons. You know how yeah. expensive it is to get a kid in horses? Jesus you want Christ. the ugly horse? You save 10%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's cheaper. <laughs> Whatever horse has got some deficiency. You get me you the ugliest horse. You a picture yeah. of this horse. Got that horse got it's one eye, so that's a, a beautiful horse. Yeah. That one's got no teeth. You get 45% off that horse. Yeah. <laughs> that one's a proctologist. Even cheaper. Yeah. Uh, you take your team pictures with a nice horse over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, Sorry, honey, go, go get a picture with that you horse over, over there. there. Yeah. Secretariat Clop. <laughs> What's the name of our poor horse here that we're cheering for? Look. What's his name? Timbit. Timbit. All right. Jesus, yeah, like that. Very Canadian. See that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a sack hanging out of its mouth. Jesus, <laughs> poor thing. She loves him. Like she is like obsessed by this horse. I think uh, it's maybe out of pity, perhaps partly. But he is he is magnificent. Big bugger. Anyway, where were we? What were we talking about? Elbows. Duncan Ferguson. Oh yeah. No teeth. Um, Liverpool beat Aston Villa three 0 Are they back? Are they going to win the championship, Craig? Uh, you think so? They looked great. Salah was oh, Charms is. Uh, I hate them. Fifteen minutes into the season, we talk about this. <laughs> He's like going, going off and pleasuring himself after this game. <laughs> I love Salah. Mo Salah is the best. That's right. He I mean, amazing we, too. We have to remind Charms that was about fifteen minutes into the season. He's like, it's going to be one of those years, isn't it? <laughs> the next thing you know. <laughs> win the game They've it's a funny old really game Greg it is a funny old game what about um, Salah though what about Salah there's going to be some distractions this week if they come back to Saudis with an improved offer on 150 million as much as they say he wants to play there is that going to Craiger last show Sharm said he's 31 sell him that's what he said on the last yeah. show for 200 million well okay, that's right but I mean, do you want to he's playing amazing but they they've got depth up front. Listen, you you can't replace Mo Salah. He's brilliant. I, I understand that. But you're, they'll but be okay were, without him. You're telling if you were the owner, you're hmm? telling me with 150 million, you couldn't replace Salah. Yeah, obviously That's not, what, not now though, because the window's closed, right? But Jan, yeah, exactly. You can. When they last time they sold a player for that kind of money, it was Philippe Coutinho, and they they signed uh, Virgil Van Dijk and Allison. And it changed the whole direction of that club. It did, right? It did. Agree and they that. do need to send it back right now. <laughs> strangely enough, but if it's two hundred million, which is apparently what they're going to come back with for a guy that's going to be thirty-two next uh, to start next season, right? A guy that's relying on his pace, who's brilliant. I I don't know how you say no to that, and especially from his standpoint, they're offering I think it's one point five million a week. So they're tripling his wages. What's his uh, bargaining position as a player? Does he get to decide, or if you get if you get uh, transferred, traded, whatever it is, can you say no? Can like what? How do these things work out, Greg, Jimmy? Yeah, you can say no if you're under contract. You can say no, and uh, you would negotiate. The club would then agree a fee, and they would say, "Okay, Mo, we love you, buddy, but two hundred million is a lot, so you're gone." Now you go over there and you talk about personal terms. And if you don't agree to personal terms, you can also say, well, I'll stay at Liverpool. So there is a little bit of uh, power there for the player, yeah. but also for the club. But you've got to think, though, that if it's got to the point where they're presenting a fee of that kind of magnitude to the club, they've already spoken to his agent. They, they know they can sign him. Yeah, I don't think the money... the personal wages are going to be a problem for them and going by what I've seen over there in that league, fucking hell, the defenders are just, it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking. Well, you were, you, you texted me, you go, did you see this Neymar replay highlight where he just, it was like he was stick handling through these guys playing against a bunch of 13 year olds and in a pickup game (laughs) making hundreds of millions. It's, very bizarre. Yeah. 
you can understand why they might get their heads turned, eh? It's like you're going to not just make, you know, more than you could ever dream of, but you're playing in a freaking donkey league where you're going to dominate. The football won't be difficult. No. Enjoyable because you're going to feel like an absolute rock star. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Back to Liverpool smashing Villa, who Villa, we discussed it, they've been so good this year, right? Well, that was supposed to be a dark horse team, wasn't it? Yeah. Villa? (laughs) Villa got thumped at Newcastle, too, at the first game of the season. Mm -hmm. So they got to stop leaking so many goals away from home. Yeah. Although they lost their uh, Douglas Lewis. Who the hell was it? it. Oh, God, I can't think right now. They lost the defender in the first half to injury. Um, Darwin Nunez looked uh, really great and really bad and really amazing and really terrible and really just he did Darwin Nunez. He could have scored a hat trick, right? He's so involved. He gets in all those great spots. You got to think when that clicks for him, he's going to score a, a ton of goals. And then they'll trade him. Yeah, to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> um, Trent Alexander Arnold. Some of those balls he was putting into that that right then that right flank were just insane as well. Captain as well. I think he captained the team for the first time from the opening kickoff, didn't he? Yeah. Good for him. Then did his hamstring. So who knows who's captain next? Um hey Jimmy Forrest, your boys. Yes. Big win against Chelsea. Very big win. Longest swearing. That was a huge one for us. We needed that badly. But just goes to show you as well, Chelsea's not the best again, are they? I think the American owner is trying to get him in the bottom three to get a better draft pick. It's <laughs> 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 it amusing, isn't pick? it? They're not going to struggle forever, Chelsea. They're going to figure it out eventually, but it's really, really amusing to see how this, I know, what you, it's the anti-money ball. Just throw money at players, right? Young players, in fairness, right? A lot of young players. And Pochettino, as a coach, Jimmy, I mean, how difficult is that when you, you look at the squad now compared to last year? It's such a change. There's so many new faces. It yeah. can't be easy to, to put that all together so sh- in such a short time. Yeah, it can be because it's just – you're just buying players, it seems, just for the sake of it. I mean, Stacks, how, many, how much money did they spend over the last two years? Almost a billion? Billion? Yeah. A billion on players, and, and a few, a few tens of millions on managers as well. <laughs> None yeah. of them have been able to sort it out. Potter was the answer, you know. Oh, now Potch is the answer. Oh Christ! So there's something deeper than the coach, I would say. Don't forget Lampard. Maybe he can sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, didn't work so Twice. well. Yeah, yeah, it's strange. But they are, you know, obviously it's great talent. And if you look at the actual squad, it seems they've got so many players, but they've also like, ditched a lot of players too. A ton of players. Yeah, so they, they are, really you know, they've got a pretty manageable squad really, but they're just all new faces who don't know each other. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like, you know, if you're a player and you sign for Chelsea, you, if you're looking at the track record over the last couple of seasons, it'd be hard to settle down, wouldn't it? Because you'd be thinking, fuck, I could be out. It could be out in a few weeks. <laughs> you know, and it doesn't matter how much money that they're spending on players, 40, 50 million. They're just getting rid of them. Yeah. I'm not sure how they're doing out of the fund. Well, financial fair play, they're they're kind of fudging the the books a little bit. Well, these eight, nine year contracts, right? They yeah, exactly. Paying it over time. And what happens is you can spread your losses over a period of time as opposed to, well, when you sell a player, you get that money in instantly, but when you're paying over a long period of time for contracts, you can spread the the debt out uh, and keep them away from the door. But they were kind of doing that North American hockey deal, weren't they? Eight, nine year contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. As, as a footballer, that. tell me, as a footballer, I mean, you offered an eight, nine year deal. I mean, it's so unheard of in, in soccer, right? It's very yeah. much North American. But you can understand how they're able to get these these young players, given that kind of security. Yeah, and they're top heavy, most of the contract. Mm. Yeah. I saw somewhere yeah. that Bowley's thinking about buying, who was it? Another big club, Marseille or someone. 
I don't I know. I saw that. Legally. I thought it was no, yeah, wasn't it? in Portugal, wasn't it? They were oh, uh, sporting, sporting Lisbon, sorry, sporting, yeah, right. sporting, yeah, 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 and yeah, I, I was trying to. I, I, I was thinking of this. I was like, how is that going to work? Are they going to treat sporting as a tier two club and use them? Well, you to can't bring- do it, though. You can't own two clubs and compete in European competition. I don't think they've got to find some way around it. There's, there's rules against that. Oh, okay. Yeah. They always find ways around it because you're not supposed to be a country and own teams either. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get it right. Um, okay. Uh, what's this? Is this? Spurs beat Burnley 5 2. Yeah. Anyone want to talk about that one? Hey, that was Burnley? great highlights. Sun was amazing. Madison. I mean, some great goals. Do you know Sonny has um, more hat tricks now than Cristiano Ronaldo in the Prem? This is Ronaldo, Didier Drogba, Frank Lampard, Nicholas Nelka, Emmanuel Adebayor, Robbie Keane, Gareth Bale. Decent. Wow. His his jersey must be going, you know, up and up. You have all the Koreans. You have that whole talk. I mean, he's captaining right now. That was the mm-hmm. other thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I like to know their shirt sales. I bet that they're they're right up there. Yeah, his merch would be all over the place. Yeah. They're right they're up there. Right. Gaffer, by the way, this, the Spurs gaffer. Oh. Ange Postacoglu. Yeah, they love him. He's I know great the to Spurs fans to. who absolutely <laughs> love this guy. They say, you know, my, my mate Albert from Room 442 said he basically sees this guy as his dad. <laughs> he, he loves him more than his dad. <laughs> He's got great stories. <laughs> yeah. He just seems like a regular guy though, right? Doesn't he? Yeah. Like, like you, could, you could have all the managers in the Premier League. He'd probably the best, be the best guy to go for a beer with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd definitely go for a pint with him, wouldn't you? Yeah. Can we talk about great guys for a second? Craig Forrest? Oh, you're a you're a great well, guy, Craig Forrest. The best. Jesus. So explain that picture that was all over Twitter to, and then all of a sudden you sent jerseys out. Explain this whole situation. Well, the one jersey was uh that's a bit of a surprise. I, I don't remember that one as well. Um, but recently I was, uh, uh, well, I've been texting with Ben off and on for a few years. I've known him for obviously since he was in the, as a mascot. Um, so explain was, it. Know. He was a mascot. There's a picture of a young boy and Craig Forrest and not in a pervy way in, in the, in the soccer way, which is kind of pervy. I always think too, but, um, yeah, the holding hands thing. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, very, very, but there's a picture of you, a photo of you and you're in mid, you're at Ipswich, right? Yep. And yep, I'm in Ipswich and what's happening is like, uh, you have a, a mascot before the game and they, they sometimes ask and, request a certain player to have their picture taken with. So just before the game starts, you have a picture with the mascot. And that was Ben on that particular day. And uh, I haven't been in contact with him since he was that age, of course. But um, over the years, social media, direct messaging with him about Ipswich and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, uh, he, I decided I would send him one of my uh, the, the shirt that uh, is in the photograph. I'm not sure it's the exact shirt, but it could be. It looks like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's the same it model, but yeah. and so then Craig, he Craig, went, Forrest, Craig Forrest gets yeah. this picture of Christ. It must be I don't know twenty five, thirty years ago, but well, more than that, actually, it's Ipswich. Christ, so like mid nineties, early to mid nineties, maybe eighties. I don't know. And uh, 30, it's a great picture of ago. Craig with the, with a mascot, and Craig's wearing this this it's like typical nineties like, freaking football goalkeeper shirt, isn't it? Fizons on the front, right? Like that. And then this guy, company. yeah, exactly. This guy gets in touch with Craig like over the years. Paintball in that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then Craig finds it and just sends it to him because that's what Craig Forrest does. Just sends him a shirt, and he's got a picture of the kid now, who's what 30, <laughs> 25, whatever he is. It's amazing. Yeah, he's it really a, is mid thirties. The guy gesture. now. But there were two guys with your with your with your kit on, right? There was, yeah. No. And that was at uh, the Ipswich uh the Ipswich match on Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, Ipswich on the weekend. They were two nil down to Cardiff. Yeah. Things were a little bit dire, and then they came back and won the game three to two, and the place was obviously on fire. They're they're off to a really good start. They're playing incredibly well. 
And in our dark web, what did you say? The only time I could get people to put on jerseys? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I had to give them away. Well, I got to actually give my shirts away for people to wear them. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, do oh, you well. like the mascots? Or do you just hate them and just like bully them and poke fun at them and beat them? Mascots? Mm. Oh, uh, what? Well, you're talking about the young man, like the yeah, actual. Are you talking about the, the, the young, young kids? Yeah, no, 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 not, not the uh, the mascots that we discussed having sex with in the past. Um, <laughs> oh, the, the, the mascots, like the the kids, those mascots. Yeah, not like gritty or anything like that. No, you know. no, yeah, no. Amy no, wanted to jump. Were you like amenable in the tunnel before a match? You know, when you're, you're giving your mascot. I hey, I love looking after the kids because I remember when I was a kid. I went to the Vancouver Whitecap games, and whenever players showed any attention to you, I mean, remember Bruce Gorbler taking a picture with me, and I thought it was just amazing. I thought how much it meant to to people at that age. So I always never did not give time to to anybody that wanted to chat about football or or whatever. So you know, it, and one thing, one of the great things now I think is that, you know people can have your opinion about you as a player, and that that's fair, but. I never wanted or never had anybody would ever say that I never gave them an autograph or a photograph or yeah. I blanked them. You know, I, that, that means more to me than how people think of me as a player, to be honest with you. Yeah. I used to love it as well. When you come out of the dress room and the, the kids are all lined up and you could see the excitement in their face. And so it was, it was nice. It was nice to have that, that little moment with them. Cause you knew how much it meant to them. Yeah. And you're just towering over them, right? Well, well I am at least. <laughs> but the best, the best was, and you know, this. Is when you get a smaller player and the mascot's taller than the player, <laughs> and you see, and you have to do the shuffle, the reshuffle in the, in the, in the tunnel. <laughs> were you able to pick your own mascot, or were you just given the mascot? And was there ever disappointment in their eyes? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, when you just when you walk up beside them and you go to grab yeah. their hand, they're looking, going, "I don't want this guy." <laughs> yeah. The Canadian. I don't want the Canadian. I don't want that. I don't want to hold his hand. Don't touch me. <laughs> Remember that great video of uh, I think it's Rooney in the tunnel, or was it Ronaldo? And there's that 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 tubby kid, and he's just got this look in his face like, oh, his mouth's like agape, his jaws on the ground. He can't believe that he's about to walk out with Rooney or or Ronaldo. It's just an amazing video. Yeah, it's great. Ronaldo switched, eh? <laughs> He changed it around. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Exactly. The kid who looked like him. You, you take Gary Neville. <laughs> no! <laughs> I want yeah. you. Ronaldo only wants to go out with a good-looking kids. Yeah, photo yeah, ops. Exactly. Or maybe not. I mean, wouldn't you want to be beside like, the ugly kid so you look better? Well, that's what we're going to talk about with Jimmy today, with that eyeball of his. <laughs> today is the day we all hang out at him. We could do a, a, a picnic and just go, this is our mate. He's been having a hard time lately. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, really. <laughs> with that with that side, could you actually play right now? Or you like... Is it like a patch over? <laughs> it's bothering me. That's for sure. The awful thing. Would you, would really you, you, would you be able to give me 90 minutes if I was the coach and I asked you? Yeah, because it's my left eye. So if you put me on the left flank, then my right can see the whole picture here. <laughs> if it was my right eye, I wouldn't be able to play. Because I wouldn't be able to see all the pitch. It's actually better. You can't see the crowd, the fans giving you a fucking stick. <laughs> yeah. 
long as I knew where the line was, I'm all right. <laughs> I could just see inside like that. All right. Blindside run. Yeah. <laughs> you, um, Why do you mascots? keep over the line? <laughs> Better mascots. Dubs um, on the dark web, web um, sent us a picture of a mascot from her university days. And the way she alluded to it, we, we thought that she'd banged the mascot, but it turns out she hadn't. But that whole conversation, like the way she framed it, is like, oh, wow. She goes, basically, I, what did she say? I was a big part why so and so, the mascot, achieved what he did or something like that. Yeah. We, and we, you know, we're always going to infer the worst. Yes. So the way she set it up was for us to infer the worst, right? <laughs> and we did. And we did. There's and, a lot of inferring going on. That's right. And she, she went along with the, well, we hung out every once in a while at the bar. Here's a but friend. maybe we should, I think we should got to find that we've got to do a, which mascot is the most bangable as a twit, uh, as a, uh, as a footy, footy prime uh, survey on, on Twitter. So yeah. what options we'll, we've got here? Harry the yeah, Hammer. Have you, guys ever, have you guys ever been in one of those outfits, the mascot things? Well, no, there's a story here because Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy set us up. <laughs> no, I, I haven't. <laughs> oh, you haven't. I, I actually found out that Jess, Jess used to work at Chuck E. Cheese. And Jess is who? People don't know who Jess is? <laughs> My lady friend. And she's a friend of the show. But anyway, she was looking at Chuck E. Cheese, and one day they, they said, hey, listen, we need someone to, to be the mascot today. So she's like, all right, I'll, I'll do it. And she was that good. But she actually had to do it full time. <laughs> She's a full time mascot, really. She was a full time Chuck E. Cheese mascot. Isn't it Chuck E. Cheese a rat? Yeah, the big mouse. Big mouse. We've got to get Jess on the show to kind of take us inside the role of the mascot because whether it's Chuck E. Cheese or a football mascot, it's the same thing. Yeah. But apparently, she was really good at it. And uh, the boss yeah. just said, You are going to be full time Chuck E. Cheese the mouse. It's, wow. it's not a rat, it's a mouse, is it? Yeah. You better have good breath on your own. Like yeah. breathing your own breath. Yeah. Because that's not a great look in there. And I didn't realize that these mascots, you, you have a handler because you can't see much. So they <laughs> well, have to walk they, they around. <laughs> I guess your peripheral's not great, is it? Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Like Isn't Jimmy it a success? Right in the, one of the first episodes, the the weird guy, he's a, he's a mascot in one of the theme parks. And he's he's smoking a lot of weed. And he actually ends up puking through the mascot mouth all over these kids. <laughs> what movie? Yeah. What show? Succession. That's the, the show. Oh, that's Succession. right. That's right. Yeah. Greg. It's quite amusing. Cousin Greg. Yeah. Well, if you ever get a chance as well, if you tune into Bristol City, they used to have three pigs and there was a wolf. I think it was a Wolverhampton Wolves yeah. mascot. And I remember the, the game was going on halftime. They had this big kind of race and it ended up being a full fight on the pitch with these pigs and the wolf. <laughs> that is amazing. And they were that beating the hell out of each other in the security. <laughs> I think they thought it was part of a show and then realized that these guys were going to go. That is amazing. Yeah. Um, other games this weekend, just to cruise them, Brentford type Bournemouth 1-1. One, one. Um, Burnley, uh, sorry, got under, oh, the Blades, they, they turned everything 2-2. Great game on, on Friday. Mm-hmm. That Pickford own goal, Craig. I felt. I mean, it's tough to feel too bad for, for Jordan Pickford. Um, but why is that? Yeah, Why is it he's, hard? He's to just. Feel bad? He's so. He's so competitive, and he's oh, always okay. screaming. I think he's a brilliant goalkeeper. This isn't a personal thing. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. I don't know, but it's just he's always so on and like in your face that he's animated. He isn't hmm? animated. Animated. That's a great word to use. Yeah, he's animated. It's a little bit too much, though, isn't it? He brought breakfast. My missus, she feels very bad for me right now in my state. Thank you. Look at this. Oh, Um, wow. Can I get some ketchup? Jesus. Can I have some ketchup? (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you ask her how she's doing this morning? Yeah. (laughs) Want her to feed it to you? She wasn't there last night. So she's oh. just been dealing with the... Uh, Did you sleep on the couch after the rock concert? No, it's one of those nights I ended up in bed, but I have no idea when I got there or how I got there. Right. Yeah. But do you remember the train home? Yes, I do remember the train home. Okay. That's good. 
Good. It was long. And do you remember the uh, the cop stopping you from the train? <laughs> you to driving home? back from the train station? Yeah. <laughs> because you, you tried to you tried to sit beside the conductor. <laughs> <laughs> Can I please go on with your Jordan Pickford? Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. So the ball comes off the bar, the woodwork, off his back, and in the goal, Craig. It must as a goalkeeper, it must just pain you to see that. Oh yeah. This yeah. You know the distance he was too. Like he was about. Four yards out, so hits the post, comes back, absolute crushes him in the head and goes in the net. <laughs> Can't get any more unlucky than that. Even he had a little bit of a smile. He's just like, you, you got to be kidding me here. That's incredibly unlucky. I've seen it quite a few times, but mostly when you're closer to the post. Anything close for you? Did you ever have anything like that? Because it was kind of like the Atiba goal down in, remember Atiba? Off oh, his yeah. bum, off his foot, like it hit four things before it went in. Yeah, lobbed in the net. That's yeah. right. No, did I never did actually. Like that? Never scored an own goal. Like, oh no! Well, you didn't but need to. Yeah, exactly. Crushed. We're already down four. <laughs> <laughs> that was unlucky. That was a good game. Just keep talking. I'm eating. Did you see? Uh, there was another part of that game when. Uh, I think Sheffield, yeah, Sheffield had a free kick at the top of the box, and the wall. He he goes to the ten yards. He puts he puts the foam down. He goes back. Meanwhile, the wall's cre- creeping forward. They make a point of it to the referee. You can see the white line. They're in front of it, and he decides, oh well, I'd, I'll just put another one in front of them again. And they're like, what are you what are you doing? <laughs> they're a yard closer. It was like it was yeah. Pretty special. Well, we covered. Oh. I, what's the one you want to cover? What else do we have? We have Brighton, um, Newcastle, three. Brighton, three, oh, Newcastle, one. Brighton. Brighton. What a my, team. They're my new favorite team to watch. Are they? Mm. Yeah. They, they so play good. incredible football. Like, they're, they're actual passing. They're brave, like, how they are going about their business and keeping possession inside their own third. It's as good as it gets. It's really, really good to watch. Yeah, they're so good to watch. But what about what about Newcastle as well? That was a team that we thought, oh, definitely going to be top six. The first match of the season, they beat Aston Villa 5-1. We went, oof. Mm-hmm. And then they lose to City, they lose to Liverpool, lose to Brighton. Mm-hmm. It's not looking good for them, is it? At what point do you think Eddie Howe starts feeling a bit of pressure given the ambitions of that? The ownership group very soon mm-hmm. couple more games yeah you're always you're, you're at any one time you're about five results four results away from getting fired at any yeah. given time yeah and then they got uh they got brentford next at newcastle mm-hmm. is it a bryson or brentford at newcastle no the I mean, brentford <laughs> Sheriff's just got a he's multitasking right now. <laughs> the really good breakfast. Uh-huh. Um, really good. Craig, Luton Town and your West Ham. Yeah. How about that? Do you see any of the video of the fans going over the, the bridge from the across the gardens chanting, We can see you in the bath? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> it's just the craziest backyards. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's that so tight. Amazing. The bridge literally goes through the backyards. You're up about twenty feet, and you're you're looking in people's houses, and they're chanting. We can see you in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I mean, it's kind of neat because it's the smallest stadium I believe that's ever been in the Premier League. Um, but it's a shithole. There's no getting around it. It's a real tip. Was it always? Yeah, always. Can I work? How's it? How's it look on? Uh, how's it look on TV? Mm, small. Yeah. Small. If you're at the, if you're in the, the, the way the stands are there too. If you're sort of up at the back, which is only about ten rows. Yeah. You can't. You can't see the the lip of the the ceiling, the roof of the the stand. You can't see very high up. Like it, it doesn't block the other net out, but pretty darn close. Like, so Luton Luton Town's stadium is what Charms always likes with the FA because they have to do different cam. You know the FA because 
the tournament calls for all these different levels and Sharms likes all the different camera angles and the, so Luton do would I? be, well, you always talk about that. Oh, I love this, the camera do angles. I, I, I do. Wow. That's what you said. You've said it before. I'm not misquoting you. I'm pretty sure I yeah. never said that ever. You have. <laughs> you have, but you can keep fighting me on it. No, really, I don't think I've ever said it before. You have. I haven't. Yeah. All right. It's going to be a long season for Luton. I know that. <laughs> I can't, I can't see them getting a win. Where are they going to get a win from? I don't know. Everton, mm. probably. Or What's Burnley. more likely? What's more likely that Luton don't win all year long, or that Man City don't lose all year long? Mm. Luton, Luton, yeah. I think Luton could go. Right. Could do another Derby County. Would Derby get ten points one year or something? I think it's wasn't it fourteen or fifteen? I think yeah, that's the record. The worst. Mm-hmm. Good. I don't like Derby. Yeah, they're in, they're in a world um, right now. So uh, MLS uh, Montreal lost. Vancouver draw. TFC weren't playing this weekend, so they didn't lose. Hey, hey. Can we talk uh, about this though? How how we went five and one? I think we need to. Wonga. Um, we need to. So um, on our on our lovely Tony Betts parlay of the week. Um. Once again, and and we don't want to throw her out of the bus, but Amy picked the losing the losing match, which was Vancouver needed to be New York, mm-hmm. and of course they didn't. So by Saturday, at around two thirty three in the afternoon, around there maybe five, we already knew our parlay was done. Again, no, that was a bold pick by her, though. Yeah, Vancouver winning at New yeah, York. But why be bold? Yeah, you know what I mean? That's my question. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, for my Forge, they're not my team again now. Three zip. Um, Your West, did you pick West Ham, Craig? West Ham over Luton. There you yeah. go. Jimmy picked, Jimmy, what was your pick? Celtic over Rangers, right? Yeah, in the old firm. Alistair Johnson winning the old firm match. Mm-hmm. Um, Sharms, what was yours? Do you remember? No. Oh. oh, Man City. Oh, yeah. It was a gimme. Yeah, it was a gimme. Yeah. So, Honestly, I mean, and I, I mean, forget, I I think we went, I think, uh, I think it was Tottenham. Oh, there it is. And then Ipswich Town. That was uh, JC's mm-hmm. over Cardiff. Oh, yeah. They're 2 0 down. He was, yeah. He was ready to jump off the bridge. Yeah. Yep. So. You do, you do six, a six game parlay, right? Go with the gimmies because you're still going to get great odds. Yes, I agree. Right? So don't take a gamble. Gimmies are never gimmies. But the one thing I'm finding out about Amy, if she's not good at something, she wants to throw it all away, doesn't she? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, get me off of this. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm letting you guys down. (laughs) You are. You are letting us down. But you're still welcome. Yeah. Yeah, she's off the next one. Hey, Vancouver, though, I mean, she's on to something there with Vancouver. I'm telling you, they're not a bad side. And with, no, with a, a million teams making the playoffs, they're going to make the playoffs, and they never know with a good run. they got a good team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. they got a good Watch squad. Watch out there. for them. They're the ones, I think, in Canada that are, well, obviously, it's not hard to pick a best side in Canada right now and MLS, but. Got two choices. Yeah, exactly. What, Jimmy, what was the uh, CPL story this weekend? Uh, there's some good matches actually. Some very good matches. Pacific ended up uh, winning their match. They beat Valor two one. It was a tight tight match. They were up one nil. Then Valor scored in the seventy seventh minute, and it was a must win really for Pacific. They had to win, and then Salouf scored in the eighty fifth minute for them to pick up three points. Then there was another big match with Calvary and. And Ottawa, Calvary went up 1-0 at Ottawa. Then Singh scored an absolute cracker of a goal. Little scissor kick, top corner. You don't often see that from a center back. That was in the 88th minute. And then the 96th minute or so, Calvary scored to make it 2-1, to go pull away at the top of the table. 
So it was a it was good good Saturday of Canadian Premier League football. Forge comfortably beat Vancouver FC, who's struggling big time, 3-0. And then today you got Halifax Wanderers and York United playing at two o'clock. Ooh. And that's a big one because they're both fighting for that last spot really to get into the playoffs. CPL Wait, Labor Day Classic, right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Wait, I just, your, your Labor Day, by the way. If you're hungover, for example, yeah. some of you might be. 2 p.m., watch some CPL action. Like if you haven't watched it yet, introduce yourself to it. It's brilliant. And that is a good game and an important game. Yeah. And it'll be at Halifax, so it'll be a big crowd. It should be a good match. And right now, CF Montreal going back to MLS is in eighth place. Just FYI. They're in eighth, so they're in the playoff position. And then I was looking at the second last team which is Miami now in the Eastern Conference. And Craig, you were how many stars showed up to watch LAFC and Messi and Miami go? Crazy. You know, I mean, that game, uh, reading up about it, I think there's like 360 media there. That was the same that was allocated for the MLS Cup final last year that Los Angeles won. Uh, DiCaprio was there. Ed Norton was there. Sudeikis was there. Prince Harry was there. Selena Gomez. I don't know if you guys know who she is, but Selena Gomez was there. Was, was she? Her. I didn't. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Mookie Betts, Clayton Kershaw from the Dodgers also. They're all all these big time Charlies, eh? Now they want a piece of it. Yeah. Jesus and Christ. some of the ticket prices, secondary ticket prices were going for a pair, 2600 bucks. Like average ticket price is like $900 or something like that. Like just incredible. Um, the attention this guy. I mean, going to Hollywood, it was exactly what you would have thought it would be. Um, but the former champions from last year got, you know, Kalini said this is the best team he's played in MLS by far. It's incredible. By far. It? This is a team that a few weeks before Messi got there were just terrible. Yeah. But, you know, interesting, you know, Messi is killing it and looking at, you know, it wasn't like, you know, 2020, 2020, it was last year at Barcelona. He scored 30 goals in 35 games. PSG is last year, like he 32 games, 16 goals, 16 assists. So it's not like he hasn't been productive. Seven goals of the World Cup, blah, blah, blah. But when you look at his touches for Inter, he's averaging about 66 touches for Inter Miami. He averaged 82 with PSG and 96 with Barcelona. Wow. His goal conversion rate at Barcelona was 13%. His conversion rate at PSG was 14 and at Inter is about 30 Wow. So what you're saying 11 is not goals, 11 goals uh, before this the game last night off 35 shots. So I was looking going, well, what is this? Like it I mean, obviously the, the players in the league is 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 second second rate compared to what he was used to. Let's, let's get it right. And most of the money, when you look at Nashville's defenders, their back line combined, one point six million they make. The goalkeeper is a backup making ninety thousand dollars. Like let's the the Unequal levels of talent in that league are, are like it's absurd, really. Like Saudi and, Arabia, yeah, exactly. It's Saudi Arabia, right? Um, but then you look at the the older players that went over, like midfield players. It, they a lot of the older guys struggled. Lampard struggled. Gerard struggled. Um, uh, who else struggled? Beckham. You know, he was only thirty two when he went over there, but he was you know had a lot of injuries and whatnot. But older strikers. Have done really well. Henri, Drogba, Chicharito. Um, yeah. Who else? Vela. Vela scored three goals in 29 games for Arsenal. He's, you know, he, he didn't even get picked for Mexico because yeah. he's scoring goals in, in MLS. You know what I mean? So all the strikers have done Ibrahimovic, another guy, killed it. Insigne. Insigne, absolutely having a nightmare. <laughs> 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 it's true though it's interesting isn't it so why is that Craig is it because it's such an athletic physical league the <clears throat> midfield you, you get found out perhaps more so than yep go I think that's it I think the physicality and the running uh, catches up to them but the, the strikers seem to be able to just feed off bad defenders poor defending because they've all done really really well Jimmy what, what surprised you the most well. when you came over to MLS in 2007 what surprised you the most about the league how athletic it was mm-hmm. very very athletic technical and tactical it wasn't really that good but athletic oof mm-hmm. there were some real athletes in the league 
But saying that, from the league's point of view, this could not be going any better. <laughs> if they make the playoffs, which I think they have every potential to do, these three thirty-something guys like Elba, Busquets, and Messi are just taking the piss, and they're in their thir- they're, they're in the mid thirties. Well, you you look right now with Inter. If they win their say two games in hand, they're two points out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, that's legit. They haven't lost yet. I think there's eleven games right now unbeaten. Yeah. And if unreal, if Kalini thinks there's the best they by far he's played against, uh, I'll take his word on that. Mm-hmm. But it's one it's of the great. It's phenomenal. Is it the biggest sporting story of the year? Like sporting story? I think it might be. Of the calendar year? Because obviously Messi winning the World Cup, World Cup is pretty yeah. big. But even that, I mean, from a global standpoint. I think you have to, to still go with the, unfortunately, go with the Spain story more. Oh, okay. okay negative well, I don't know. What do you there. think? Well, I think it would be Spain because that's got more mm, ramifications. I, I wouldn't agree. I mean, I think it should no? be. If you ask the average person, if I ask my mum, Right, who knows nothing about sports and doesn't care about sports. She's heard of Messi. She knows he's in North America. She probably hasn't heard too much about Ruby Alice and all that. Oh, you shit. think she'd know he's in you think she'd know that he's in MLS playing really well for Inter? Well, not really well, but she knows that oh he's over here, I, I think. I think oh, I'll okay. ask her. Yeah. Call her. Get her on the show and quiz her. <laughs> <laughs> you mean she doesn't know Man City won the treble? That's a pretty big story. No, quad. Quad. they won she the no quad. Clue. Sarms, no I think you should call her or text her right now. <laughs> I haven't got a number. She won't answer, <laughs> she won't answer anyway. <laughs> anyway, exactly. Who's oh, sitting there calling me? I'm having a cup of coffee. She'll see your phone call. And she'll be like, not nah, really. Not yeah. Silent. Yeah. He's My not wrecking my morning. <laughs> my Labor Day is going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Come on, listen Finally, to this. Right. Jamie Free. Labor Day. That's all they ask. Hates me so much. Um, Let me just tell you one more thing about Miami please. before we uh, move on. But they've got 14.8 million Instagram followers. 14.8. They've been around for five years. To put that in perspective, if you add the Leafs, the Oilers, the Flames, the Canucks, the Canadians, the Senators, the Jets... Let's throw in the Raptors and the Blue Jays. They still don't combine for 14.8 fucking million. What are we talking about? How long are we going to say that soccer is not one of the major sports in North America? Like, how long are they going to stick with that? I, I'm just amazed that you were able to add that all up. Did you use Excel or a calculator? Or <laughs> that took him a while. That took him a while. This, that, like, this <laughs> is the story. Everyone start, wants to talk about Inter-Miami. Well, I he started added. that yesterday. Just finished it's Craig up. doing math is the biggest story of soccer. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard to add up the, the NHL team because if they don't have a million, you got 580 and 364 <laughs> and 416. And, oh, fuck. Inter Miami got fourteen point eight million. My God! Any chance we to slam hockey? <laughs> yeah, any, that's all we have to do. Dallas Cowboys the whole have NHL. Four, four million. Mm. You know, it's it's nuts. The Dallas Cowboys have left four something million. New York Yankees three point something million. No Inter Miami fourteen point eight million. Like, it's just, insane, isn't it? It, it is, is insane. That's it's, it's insane. worth every penny. Speaking of Instagram, that follow week. it. Follow Footy Prime the podcast at Footy Prime IG. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we go, Sharms, I know Craig and I were wa- up early yesterday watching the Canada men's basketball. I don't know if you guys caught this, but congratulations! They made the Olympics for 2024, and if you're a big Canada national soccer fan. You should be a big Canada national basketball fan. Why? So they beat Spain because it's we're cheering for our country some days. So I'll watch darts. I told you I'll watch anything and cheer people on. I'll watch snooker if it's Cliff yeah, Thorburn's ghost. Yeah. You're a big fan. He's not. He's not dead. I, well, he's yeah. not. I thought he was like Bob Barker. I he was, <laughs> no, Cliff is alive and well. Oh shit! Sorry, Cliff. Given your mm. pre pre premature death. Um, one, I sent you a bunch of uh, mail sackers. I didn't see anything. You oh. read them. I, well, I, I haven't been on my now. phone this morning. We'll do it next show, maybe. Okay. No. They're, they're good You're ones, right about actually. that. One, one thing one, I that was a great basketball game against Spain. They played really, really yeah. well. 
they got some super talent there, and they were down by twelve eight at the end of the, twelve at the end of the third quarter. Yep. And then Spain couldn't hit a shot. I don't know if they got seven, eight points or something like that in this in the fourth quarter, but really, really well done. Really well done. You know what's interesting too is that everybody was talking more about qualifying for the Olympics. Certain sports put more emphasis on the Olympics, don't they? I mean, even soccer, women put a lot of emphasis on it. Is full. The yep. men, not so much. I mean, Messi actually won the Olympics. He, who cares? Like it doesn't. It's, they don't even talk about that. But in basketball, it's a big deal. And I was actually thinking, well, forget the Olympics. You're in the what? The quarterfinals of the world quarterfinals. Yeah, this is the World Cup, and it's like. No, we made the Olympics first time since two. Like, who yeah. fucking cares? Win the World Cup. Yeah, they yeah. and they have a shot. Yeah, I don't know what the big deal about. We got a hard on about Olympics here. We do. Don't get it. Um. Oh, oh yeah. So the last podcast, um, Amy took us down a certain path and very lowbrow humor about proctologists is all Amy it wasn't us. Um, and we're asking like, why would you become a proctologist? You know, is it like the <laughs> the, the doctors with the lowest? you know, scores and their exams. <laughs> but we were joking, obviously. <laughs> and good. what we forgot to actually mention was that we're very grateful to proctologists <laughs> around the world because <laughs> they saved my dad's life. They're probably going to save my life at some point as well. So thank Christ for proctologists. And our boy, Dr. J, Dr. J Can, who's been an OG footy primer, um, made that point. Um, as, a as a physician that listens to the pod, I can say that both proctology general surgery specialty and gynecology are attractive fields. Medical students choose their craft in their third or fourth years and gen surge and OBGYN are both well sought after programs for trainees. I bet. Oh, well, don't we feel like a bunch of asses now? Well, we should. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to say that we completely understand that Amy was the one that was, um, you know, Poking more poo pooing it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She poo pooed it. <laughs> so yeah, I had to get that in. That's important. That's um, very important. Very important. Yeah. Very there important. Yeah, absolutely. But I bet yeah, I, I'm curious about this. If you're, I bet there aren't too many proctologists who are like six foot five, two eighty behemoths with massive hands. You got to think. That, they're the most popular what are you talking well, about they might be the most popular but there can't be many of them though you got to think right. that the most most proctology doctors you know in waiting have smaller hands it makes sense right do you think that's it, part of the criteria i if think so big hands you can't do the it's job like the suitcase measure at the airport you know you gotta you be it's a handprint if your hand is too big for the print you can't go into that field well you you wouldn't you wouldn't want to walk into the doctor's office and you're sitting across a guy that's got farmer shovel hands <laughs> <laughs> or even worse so, no Andre hands at all giant sitting there in the lab coat <laughs> no, oh <big>. fuck <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> if you had no hands you'd be really worried <laughs> <laughs> what happened to your other fingers oh i lost them oh, for God. <laughs> hey, hey look no hands <laughs> you should talk to charm's dad about where they are <laughs> Doctor, doctor, your ring's killing me. That's not my ring. That's my watch. <laughs> All right, on that note, anything else you want to get to? No. I'm feeling a bit no. better now. The breakfast Good. really helped. Mm. That's a no? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. All right. Well, enjoy your Labor Day Monday. Enjoy the air show. It's today, right? Or was it yeah. yesterday? Today and yes. yesterday. yesterday. Okay. Hot. Enjoy that. If you're in um, Toronto, of course. Yeah, in Toronto. We're back on, on Wednesday at some point. Yeah, and we'll start we our... Some uh, news, Wunga. We yeah. have some news by Wednesday. We have some news. We're going to be starting a partnership with a, for a TV show. Eight weeks, seven week run, I think it is. So anyways, we'll, we'll share that soon. More details yeah. coming up. Yeah, you, you wanted us on camera. And you're going to get us on camera. Hopefully Jimmy's eyes freaking fit. Oh, oh my shit, God, how great point. would that be? the first show? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to see that. It's contagious. I'm not going near that. That's why I was saying $500 to lick that? That's cheap, Sharms. You're yeah, going to walk I'm, away I'm with Jimmy burning right cooties. Trust me. Oh, that might make you feel better. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, just yeah, stay away from there. Um, let us know which of the footy primers eyeballs you'd lick, listeners. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about it on the next podcast. 
<laughs> FuboTV.com slash Footy Prime for uh, your oh, yeah. English Premier League and to enthuse yourself with Tony Bet for some yeah. in-game excitement and out-of-game yeah. excitement. I'm going to uh, probably back to bed now. All right. I'll see you boys and girls later. Bye. Keep playing. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.